Good morning and good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Marvel Movie Talk right here exclusively on Geekscape. Very excited to be talking Marvel this week. Maybe more excited than I've been in about six weeks to uh, be here talking about Marvel. Uh, all kinds of things going on. Some news. We got a trailer and we will be ranking our favorite and least favorite Disney Plus Marvel Studios shows. You do have to specify. I don't want anybody kicking the door in with a cloak and dagger or run away. I don't none of that. All right. I don't, I don't need to hear about Inhumans. We're just talking about the Marvel Studios Disney Plus shows. That's all we're talking about. But uh, first, let me introduce our compatriots on this mission. As always, I'm Christian Blatt. Next to me is Nate Miller. Nate, thanks for being here. Yo, thanks for having me. And uh, Michael, I assume you've watched episode seven of Secret Invasion before we start today's show and you're ready what? to share your thoughts on it. Uh, don't don't with me, scroll. <laughs> oh, that Why? would be like a nightmare. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, and uh, Michael Shirley, of course, is here. But our friend Daniel Drew is in the chat. And look at the lengths he's going to to be here with us. He's via a Starbucks Internet because his house has no Internet. Aww. Daniel, I appreciate that you put us ahead of uh working utilities in your home that uh you know instead of getting that sorted out and fixed and making an appointment and everything you're here to talk to us so uh before we uh dive into that uh that topic i think that the most relevant news while it's not marvel proper uh it is marvel adjacent i can't remember what we decided or what they told us that the Sony universe of Marvel projects is called. It's like, it's not SCOTUS, but it's like, you know, it's an abbreviation like that. And uh, we definitely got some mileage out of making fun of it, but uh, Sony uh, in a, in a tweet, and uh, we've got a, an article that goes with it. Uh, they, they let us know via the Hollywood reporter uh, last week that uh, they are reshuffling their release schedule. And, Part of the reason, I guess, is uh, the Screen Actors Guild strike, the Writers Guild strike, but uh, also in some cases, you know, uh, let's just say there's one of these movies we're going to talk about where I don't think we're seeing our, our last uh, schedule move for them. Bad Boys 4? Uh, Bad Boys 4, I think, will come out right on time on June 14th. Okay? <laughs> uh, but... Uh, you know, uh, I, I uh, if <laughs> if I had to guess, uh, Martin Lawrence will be doing press by himself uh, to promote Bad Boys Four. Just 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 a hunch. Uh, but um, least significant is uh, probably Venom Three releasing July twelfth, twenty twenty four, because that was already a ways off. Uh, in terms of uh, you know our purview on this show, most interesting is. Well, second most interesting, Craven the Hunter, which, look, they've got one of those Twitter hashtags where you can see a picture of him with mm -hmm. it. So they've already prepaid for that, even though it's now you not going to come out. You mean X hashtags? Thank you for correcting me, Nate. You know what? That's, uh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to, yeah, I can't even find my belt. Oh, here it is. Ding. It, does it bother anybody I'll else that, that they just, that Craven thing is in there and it, and then it totally ruins it up? being in chronological order. Yeah. That really messed with my brain there for a little bit. <laughs> and I'm looking at it now and, and I'm like, Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. And, uh, and look, we had fun watching that 
trailer without the sound uh you know i don't know a month or so ago and uh i i was looking forward to the craven movie for all the wrong reasons you know like like the idea of getting to see the room with the tommy wiseau q a after you know it's not because you think you're going to get great information about the filmmaking process uh i i was looking forward to craven the hunter for as i said all the wrong reasons but uh, obviously, the the most upsetting to people will be that beyond the Spider Verse, the uh, the third in the Spider Verse film is just entirely removed from the calendar, and uh, obviously, as an animated film, the uh, cast isn't able to record any new dialogue. And uh, I mean, the animation guild, I don't know, I suppose that they can be rewriting it, but uh, you can't get any actors to record some new stuff. So they're like, we're just taking it off the calendar because we literally don't know when it's coming out, and. If I had to guess, that probably hurts Sony a lot because that's like it's the one thing in here where they're like, well, we know that that's going to make some money. You know, that's people are excited for that. It's like the one thing on our calendar. Uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm sure that uh, somebody's going to go see Gran Turismo. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I really think that Beyond the Spider-Verse. So uh, you look at this, uh, all of this, Nate, and uh, what does it say to you about uh, what 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 our friends uh, one of whom we will not uh, identify by name, but our friends over at Sony, what they must be thinking right now. <laughs> I mean, I think they're thinking what a lot of the other studios are thinking. This, I think we're going to see a lot of updated release calendars like this in the next coming weeks and months of studios saying, oh yeah, all of these movies that were going to come out at this time are actually going to come out a year to six months later. If, if we announce a date at all, um, yeah, I, I, I can't believe they're moving back the Gran Turismo movie. I was so excited for that. Yeah, um, look, uh, I think uh, I think the uh, I, I don't know what David Harbor fans are called Harborites or uh, I'm not Lily Allen. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I got the bell down. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think that uh, that but. That's one of those ones that they're like, it's still going to come out on the day it's supposed to, Gran Turismo, which obviously we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about that here. But they're like, oh, but we're doing a couple weekends of sneak previews because they can't have anyone promote it. You know, if it was just the Writers Guild strike, David Harbour could go on a podcast potentially. There are no late night talk shows, but he could go on The View or I almost called it Regis and Kathy Lee. Uh, <laughs> you know, that show, though, with uh, with Kelly and Mark, you know, you Ugh. could you could. You could do press, but now because of the, the SAG strike, they're like, oh, yeah, we really can't uh, promote that movie. So uh, I think that uh, we'll, uh, you know, we'll just have to see what they end up doing. And, and you know, obviously, if if that strike in particular drags on longer, I, I think it was smart to not promise us a date for Spider-Verse because they already know that these other ones are probably going to move. This so, ad, though, right here. <laughs> with this lady this this ad for like barbie or whatever yeah um so uh so michael i know that uh, you tend to not go to the movies as much you like to wait until you can watch from the comfort of your uh your mansion yeah. your palatial estate uh but uh so i i feel like we could have talked you into going out to see craven because we were gonna have so much fun maybe with it, but, uh, yeah maybe but but now, I mean, that's not uh, that's not until next August. So we, we're, we're waiting yeah. a full like 13 months for it instead of it was going to come out in a couple months. 
but to Nate's point, I think, yeah, we're going to see a lot of this. I think movies that, you know, they've got the post-production done. They, they, there's no even hint of, of reshoots or even some, some ADR for like, Oh, we need a couple of lines of dialogue. You know, you can't do any of that stuff. So uh, I think that uh, a lot of movies are going to be delayed. The, the next Mission Impossible movie, it wasn't done. They were expecting like, well, we're going to film that in the, in the fall and well, it'll be ready for next summer. Well, no, I guess it won't because you're not filming it. So I guess uh, we'll have to see. And there's a lot of talks of, uh, you know, like allegedly the Fantastic Four movie is going to start filming this fall. And I'm like, mm. I mean, in what world, what world is that happening? So um, let us know in the chat what you're most disappointed by and why it isn't Spider-Verse. If, if it is, I'll be fascinated by anybody who's like, no, I really wanted that. Um, I really wanted that Craven movie. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I saw, I saw that and it's not really surprising, uh, for people who only follow the, the strikes in a cursory way, namely people who don't live in, uh, in LA or possibly like me don't have someone in their house who is a, in the, uh, the writer's guild and, uh, you know, paying for the house determined is determined by that person working. Uh, but uh, the, the, uh, the studios are interested in talking about talking <laughs> to the writing <laughs> guild. So they're going to talk on Wednesday about maybe talking. Huh. Another time. So it, but here's the thing. That's the, that's the most progress that's been made in three months. So we'll see how it goes. Um, and uh, you know, uh, un until then the, the, uh, the striking continues. Uh, Do we actually in, in think that these things are like the WGA and SAG are actually going to return in the same form that they were in? Uh, I, I mean, I mean, they've they've returned, you know, fairly closely to what they are before. Now, be careful what you say. You don't want to be Stephen Amell here and uh, in giving your opinions. You don't. You know, I'm not in SAG. So. Yeah. Which, by the way, why not? How are you not in SAG? Oh man, I just never got hit by the acting bug. I guess. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> for real. That's, that's what we could all say about. It's like, yeah, say what you want about Michael. He never thought he was an actor, you know. So uh, we can all appreciate that. But uh, Michael, should we talk about one of your favorite actors, Tom Hiddleston? Should we talk about oh, him now? No, we have to. We have you to did talk this about background it. to just torment me. I know. Well, you can see my background has a little bit, and uh, <laughs> Lady Loki is over there next to Michael. Uh, so that that's not Tom. Uh, uh, if you had to rank all the Lokis, by the way, is Alligator Loki your favorite? Favorite? Michael? Yeah, I just had a hunch. <laughs> I don't think we'd ever talked about it before, but. Uh, yeah, so uh, we got, uh, you know, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about the Marvel Studios shows on Disney Plus. And uh, we did indeed get a trailer for uh, season two of Loki, uh, which is uh, premiering in October. Seems huh, like that's I done. I missed that. Well, uh, you know, it's uh, it's kind of what we have to look forward to here. Uh, we'll have <laughs> the Marvels after that. 
but uh, that's that's what we've got. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the gamble of uh, playing it without the sound, and we'll we'll see how that goes. We'll talk a little bit about it. Uh, so, Michael, I'll let you weigh in. Uh, you know, after we we see a little mm-hmm. of it. Uh, Nate, uh, without giving away your list of uh, any uh, of your favorites, which we'll talk about in a little bit, uh, what were your overall feelings on Loki, the the season one of the series? Uh, it was good. I liked it. Um, not a like a perfect or groundbreaking show, but I think it it walked a very fine line of like connecting to the other properties and making references and stuff without it totally sacrificing the the purpose of the story it was trying to tell. Right. Um, I like the performances. I don't know. I think especially with some of the lows that we have seen these Marvel shows go to, I think I feel fairly confident that it will be uh, enjoyable in some regard. You know, I don't, I don't expect it to be groundbreaking, but you know, I, I like these actors a lot um, and I like time travel, alternate universe stuff. And I don't know. This is the one show where I I feel like the budget is like you don't see the budget. So and the, yeah. from the trailer, it still looks like it's it's uh, this like some nice practical sets and stuff. Like the the production quality is there. So I'm excited for it as much as I can be excited for a, a Disney Plus Marvel show. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No. Exactly. They've they've kind of tempered our uh, our expectations. Uh, <laughs> Some would say just within the last few weeks, they've really done a little bit of a damage to the brand. But uh, yeah, and uh, we see that uh, Kihi Kwan will be in there. Uh, of course, a short round from uh, Temple of Doom, Data from the Goonies, but uh, an Academy Award winner for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, so that's very exciting to uh, get a chance to see him again so soon. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's... Uh, if, if, if only they uh, were doing the uh, new Indiana Jones movie like one year later, they would have been like, well, we got to figure out a way to get short round in now. But uh, excited to uh, see him again. I, uh, uh, I think it'll be interesting to see how it all fits together. And, uh, you know, it's uh, this season is obviously already done. We saw that scene at the end of Quantumania. It will be very interesting uh, to see if any kind of changes are made in terms of Jonathan majors after this, but obviously he's in this, so he's Kang in this, but, uh, I, uh, you know, I think that's a, that's a topic for another day and for other people way above my pay grade to decide what they do about something like that. Uh, so, uh, but, uh, Michael, are, are you going to begrudgingly watch this show so you can be on our show, or are we going to lose? Yeah, you for I'm going to do it. I did sit last season out just for a yeah. political reason. Well, and, and you you basically held your breath for six weeks, and people were worried about you. So I'm not going to try that again. Yeah. Uh, Kim Egan says that the Loki trailer looks pretty good, but that doesn't mean that the show is going to be like a bunch of the other MCU shows. I just hope they don't waste uh, Kihi Kwan like they did with Amelia Clark. Uh, I, I, I think they did the best they could with Amelia Clark, but uh, that might that might just be me <laughs> talking there. And uh, every time that Craig Robinson checks in from across the pond, staying up late in the UK, I always want to give a shout out to Craig. Thank you. 
so much. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, of, of all the shows that we have gotten, uh, that we've gotten these Disney Plus shows, Loki was the one that as season one was winding down and it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't see how they're tidying this up. It's the one that felt like it, it warranted another season. Uh, that doesn't mean we couldn't get more adventures of Moon Knight. That doesn't mean we couldn't see Ms. Marvel on the TV screen again, uh, you know, depending on how the Marvels, the movie does. Um, I, I would say the one that feels like the least like you would get another season of it. Uh, well, I guess Secret Invasion. But uh, WandaVision really felt the most self-contained. You know, it was it was like... You know, it was like a one of those one of those tie-in miniseries comics that they'll do when a movie comes out. So this was like, hey, let's explain some stuff for uh, Multiverse of Madness. But uh, I'm excited. Let us know in the chat. And Michael, I'm glad to know that you'll be with us uh, watching the show. I actually hadn't asked you that until right now. So uh, breaking right, news. So. <laughs> I know. I need I need more sound effects than just the bell. <laughs> I I need to have like a whole soundboard. Yeah. Uh, full of full of drops and and you know and no and but you like. need a all, all manual soundboard so you need like a a horn like a physical horn I, and like a tuba you go Ooga, I, you know I, you carrot top yeah i yeah. i have oh you're always looking for an excuse to talk about carrot tops but uh i have a friend who does actually have uh like a uh, he calls it the wacky horn and he tries to use it ironically but it's so much more annoying than my bell <laughs> so <laughs> so you know there's there's that uh, after all. But uh, yeah, the one other thing that uh, we we talked about this uh, before it actually happened, and there's a new poster to go with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I kind of like this one where it's the feet of the Guardians, but we see Rocket and Cosmo. Uh, as of today, it's on Disney+. Plus. So uh, there are two hours of extras, which uh, believe it or not, I didn't get up at midnight to watch the two hours of extras. So uh, I uh, hope to dive into them soon. But uh, I do know a few people who uh, didn't get around to seeing it in the theater. Now you don't have to do that. Michael, you are one of them. And I'll be I'll be interested to know what you think, because uh, yeah. I really liked it. I mean, it was it, it's it's kind of like the one thing that Marvel has put out. I don't know, maybe since uh, No Way Home, where most people are like, oh, yeah, I really like that. Everything else is very, very divisive. Sorry, what was that? It's a James Gunn movie and not a yeah. not a MCU movie. I mean, it is yeah. still an MCU movie. There's but... a, there there've been a lot of great memes, by the way, that uh, are comparing. Uh, speaking of James Gunn, Peacemaker and Secret Invasion, as to which one handled a secret invasion of Earth better, and mm -hmm. uh, Peacemaker definitely did a better job with their secret invasion storyline. But uh, that's not this show. I I know that that might be uh, sacrilege. And uh, Cammy Egan has a prediction for season two before we move on. I think Loki is going to give Mobius the jet ski he's always wanted. Yeah, when I thought it was going to end at one season, I just assumed the last scene we were going to get is Mobius on the jet ski. But uh, we'll see. We'll see where it all goes. So uh, this is where everybody needs to get out. Everybody in the chat, get out your little yellow legal pad. Start making your lists of what your three favorite disney plus marvel studio shows are and uh we're just asking for one least favorite i want to know Only if we're gonna one. Get, if we're <laughs> you can throw in other ones but you have to actually cast your ballot for one as the worst so 
Uh, I want to know if we get a clean sweep and a unanimous worst show. I don't and like know I said, we're not that. talking about the Netflix shows. Uh, we're not talking about anything for ABC. We're just talking about the Marvel Studios shows uh, on Disney Plus. We're really only talking about live action. Uh, what if is part of the conversation, but uh, if it was my worst, I, I would probably have amended the rules to include it. Um, so, uh, Nate, I would like to start with you and ask if you have a, a thought. I think maybe we'll each do our three and then we'll come back around and do our uh, our least favorite. Uh, and hopefully Eric will be with us by that time. But, you know, busy, busy guy. He's practically the mayor of Burbank, if you don't know uh, Eric Connor. Yeah, Eric Connor. <laughs> So, uh, Nate, what are your thoughts for what you've found to be your favorite shows? Um, you said you want like our top three, top three, yeah, world. and and you um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be three, two, and one. They could, if you're like, you know what, they're all about the same in my mind. They're just my three favorite. Sure, um, I think Loki honestly is probably my favorite one. Um, WandaVision was also very good. Um. Let's see. I had to pull up a list here because I don't re remember all of these. Well, that's all right. Um, I will. I will bring up the list, which uh, I, I you know, uh, it's from Wikipedia, holds. so you know it's a good list. Yeah. So oh, basically, we're talking about WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki. We can talk about what if if somebody really loves it or really hates it. Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Ms. Marvel, She Hulk, Secret Invasion, and then. The rest is something we'll talk about a little bit later, time permitting, is what's coming next. But WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Ms. Marvel, She-Hulk, and Secret Invasion. Yeah, I would say Loki, WandaVision, and She-Hulk are my top three. Um, honorable mention, What If, if yeah. we're including it. I, I, there I, are some good episodes but also there are some kind of duds too so yeah it's yeah no I, I i liked what if but the episode that i didn't like i hated so much is is definitely not it's not in the conversation uh for for me personally um yeah for for me i was actually looking this over my three favorite are the three first ones that they did which were wandavision falcon and winter soldier and loki uh i i sort of like things about the other ones I would honestly say that it's not my worst, but Hawkeye was the one I was kind of disappointed in. And I felt like there was a potential there. Uh, I liked the introduction of Kate Bishop, uh, but uh, that one I, I felt like a little bit let down by. Uh, but uh, so those are my three favorites. And and Michael, I know you want to dive into your, your least favorite, but uh, what are your, your three favorite that, that you can think of? Well, Three would be Werewolf by Night. Are we not counting that? You can count that. I mean, it's a it's a movie, but absolutely. I thought it was kind of strange it wasn't in with it because it is part of those properties. No, it's, uh, that, I think that's fine. I, I, I yeah, and I actually uh, hadn't thought about it. I thought that was incredibly well done. It, it was a one-off, mm -hmm. but it was Marvel Studios for Disney+. Plus. So Yeah, that would be my number three. My second would be The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And my very favorite was WandaVision. It very much got me excited for these Disney Plus shows. Uh, in the beginning, I felt kind of like you. I couldn't really see there being another season. 
But I actually could imagine another season maybe like five years from now, sometime when things have changed more and we know what's going on with the next incarnation of Vision. I yeah. don't think that the Scarlet Witch is gone forever. I think we're going to see no. her again. Um, I could see something happening with it, but just given how unpredictable Wanda is, uh, yeah. but well, just to interject, uh, allegedly one of the shows that at least was in development, perhaps still in development, there is a vision quest show that is dealing with this white incarnation of the vision, uh, which, you know, from the comics, you know, it's sort of the, the less human, more robotic version of him, uh, trying to figure out his humanity. So we may very well get that if it's not that project. I, I mm-hmm. do think that that's how that story would continue. I just think the structure of WandaVision in and of itself, you wouldn't get mm-hmm. that show, but you're absolutely right. I think that story can continue. And I think it would be more likely to continue on Disney plus as opposed to in a theater. Um, do you guys, am I alone thinking WandaVision? Well, Nate already said his favorite was Loki. Yeah. I just kind of tried to block that out of my brain. I I just feel like WandaVision was so almost groundbreaking in what it did. I've never really seen anything like it. And and you feel that way despite uh, Agatha, which, uh, you know, it didn't. Yeah, she really. uh, Well, I'm not going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you've really grown in the time I've known you. Yeah, I think yeah, when yeah. I first knew you, there was never the words, no, I shouldn't say that. Or, she no, chaps my ass. I'll yeah. say that. But, yeah. But I understand what you're saying, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I I think in a lot of ways that that is probably <clears throat> the best show. Uh, I mean, those those first four episodes and especially the first three where they were, you know, each different sitcom incarnations, I thought were so well done. And then actually switching the narrative for the fourth episode. Uh, I think that uh, they definitely suffered for uh, from, you know, the production delay because of COVID and going back in. And I think that they weren't able to quite tell the story that they tried to tell, especially because like Kat Dennings like disappears at one point because of, you know, the sort of those reasons. But in general, I do think that uh, it was uh, incredibly well done. And if I had to isolate one, perhaps it might be my favorite, but something that'll never be my favorite. Count Eric Connor, who is uh, identified on screen as sweating in Silmar. Which, uh, <laughs> that's that's my favorite uh, Hope and Crosby uh, buddy picture movie that they did where they uh, where they traveled around the country. Sweating in Silmar is my favorite. And uh, you look like you're uh, really not dressed for a, uh, a late morning outdoors in Silmar, Count Eric. How are you, sir? Uh, I am doing fine, thank you. How are you fine gentle folks doing over there? And uh, Daniel Drew gives a big woo because woo! he's just so excited to see you. Yeah, exactly. In any case. Uh, so uh, we're going around. We haven't talked about least favorites uh, yet. And uh, I know, Eric, you uh, did make a uh, snazzy graphic, which I'll bring up in a little bit. Are you doing product placement for Cherry Coke Zero? I was inspired by uh, the fabulous Leonard Part 6 with Bill Cosby, where he literally, in one scene, held a Coke bottle in the foreground. So he's talking, and literally the Coke bottle is all you see. So. Yeah, well... 
You know, that's where we agree to disagree. Some people are Leonard Part 6 people and other people like me are ghost dad people. But that's all right. We can still uh, we can still move on. Uh, so give us your uh, your top three Marvel Studios shows on Disney Plus. And uh, I can I can run down the list if you need me to. Uh, no, no, I, I actually yeah. send it to myself. Excellent. Um, so so top three. Um, well, two of them are pretty easy. Uh, Loki, I think, when it's all said and done. I, yeah, I, I, and if you don't like it, Michael, it only gives me another reason to like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Eric, Eric's going to actually use two of his three votes for Loki just to upset <laughs> Michael. And I'll let you know, Eric, yeah. the, the three of us have all put Loki in our top three. Uh, no, I did not! Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, Sorry. Okay. The other two. Yeah, I'm yeah, counting. Yeah, yeah. I'm counting Michael. I mean, I'm not counting you, Michael. Uh, okay. And Nate specified it was his number one. So but okay. uh, finish right. your thought. I'm so, sorry, Eric. No, no, please. I, it's good to know I'm amongst the, you know, elite brains and Michael. Uh, so we're good. Absolutely. Uh, and then uh, number two, I mean, it's pretty neck and neck, but I think Loki was a little more consistent. WandaVision. Uh, I still think just because it embraced what it means to be a TV show. Uh, it's also for myself, as someone who teaches an intro to TV course, it's lovely having a show that I literally can prescribe as like, all right, watch this, watch the first few episodes. If you really want like almost like a, a quick taster of what TV was in the 50s, 60s, 70s, etc. It was great. And I thought the acting, it, it gave uh, Elizabeth Olsen the role she deserved this whole time right uh, now as far as the third this is where it gets a little tricky because i had a lot of things sort of tied in the i guess you'd call it the b tier uh but when it's all said and done i think maybe maybe miss marvel honestly because i thought it really knew what it was it was very different from a bunch of other marvel properties that lead girl's terrific and i was genuinely excited to see more of her um, which I think maybe is the biggest take home. Like I, when I see her pop up in the miss, the Marvels trailer, it, it, I think it's like she's only going to make that movie better, which I think is a good sign of what that show gave us. So I guess I'd call Miss Marvel my third. All right, yeah, I uh, I definitely enjoyed that show, and uh, I think you uh, you summarized it in a great way that it knew exactly what it was, and uh, you know it's uh, definitely skewed towards a younger storyline because of the age of our lead. But uh, yes, I thought that uh, Monvalani was phenomenal in that. And I am excited to uh, see her in the Marvels. Well, uh, and uh, I'm just, yeah, exactly. So, uh, so we'll uh, each isolate our least favorite now and we'll go in the same order as before. Nate, which one do you think worked the least for you? All these Disney plus Marvel studios series. I really want to be contentious and say Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but Secret oh. Invasion was so bad that <laughs> yeah, I, it has to be. It has to yeah. be. Yeah, it's like <clears throat> all your gripes about uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. You probably like you know if we'd had this conversation two months ago, you probably would have felt very strongly. But then just this, you know, we spent the last six weeks talking about it. Uh, Secret Invasion really just through such ice cold water on, on any negative feelings about any of these other shows that uh yeah i mean uh, 
if we were to start uh, dragging in, you know, all seven seasons of Agents of Shield and uh, <laughs> you know, multiple seasons of Runaways and Cloak and Dagger, uh, and you know, and all the Netflix shows, uh, I'd be hard pressed to uh, move Secret Invasion from where I have it. And yes, it is the freshest wound that we're all experiencing, but uh, it was just such a miss on every level. And, uh, you know, just a tremendous disappointment. And uh, look, there have been a few people have popped up and said that they really enjoyed it and uh, that uh, they felt like kind of what Eric was saying about Ms. Marvel, that it knew what it what it was. But it's clearly never quite knew what it was and never really found its footing. And, uh, you know, the repercussions of it will unfortunately be felt in future projects. But I'm with you, Nate. I. I I uh, I just uh, you know I I see red when I start to think about the green of those scrolls. I just get so mad. Um, but Michael, you mm-hmm. might perhaps not side with Nate and I. What is your least favorite you know, Marvel Studios show on Disney Plus? If it weren't for the first episode of Secret Invasion, I might be with you guys. I feel like that was pretty much its biggest redeeming episode. It made the series. Is it because you hate Colby Smulders and you were so glad to see I'm not a her. fan, but I wouldn't say that I hate her. I, I, I was not bothered <laughs> at all that she had to go. Uh, but you've got to so know. You're, so you're basically the meme of Jerry Seinfeld eating popcorn where he says, oh, that's a shame, and just keeps eating his popcorn. That's basically you in no. that scene. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I guess in that scene, yes. But uh, in, in general, no. Um, sure. I think it's pretty obvious my least favorite show is Loki for various multiverse-spanning reasons. I, I can't with Tom Hiddleston. I can't with Sylvie. Owen Wilson, I I didn't buy it. Mrs. Minutes was the best thing about that show, in my opinion. I do agree about that. Uh, uh, do you want to see the trailer for season two again? Do you think it might no. change your opinion if we were? No. Oh, okay. All right. I'm just. No. Look, I'm just trying to help. Just trying it's, to. Help. I I just I've never liked Loki, and it's not because I think he's just so good at being hateable. It's not that I want to say it's that it's just not. Uh, I, I very much disliked Moon Knight, but. I, I just, I can't, I can't, I got to give him the L. Yeah, look, it's fair. I think that uh, I, 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 I knew you would feel that way, but also it's Nate looks time. really bothered. <laughs> well, I think that everyone is entitled to their opinion. Yeah. So you I... don't like, the... sorry, I, I think just to, to get my thoughts is that Michael, you don't like the character of Loki. You don't like Tom Hiddleston. So his portrayal, it doesn't help. And then you have all of these other layers and all of these other Lokis. And by the way, I even Cammy like Egan the- said, Cammy Egan said, put off by the relationship between Loki and Sylvie. But it seemed, to be the, it seemed to be the thing that made the most sense that Loki would, of course, if he ever fell in love with someone, it would be himself. But anyway, uh, I, anyway, finish your thought. And then uh, I, I'll, I'll I do enjoy him in the comics. Like I do. Okay. And I kind of want to see him being more of a scamp. And like, kind of like a puck, kind of like 
figure in all of this, but he's just kind of turned into this anti-hero that sure. I, I I appreciate him more when he's bad and when he's kind of like maniacal. And I don't really feel like we got much of that from him. Like he was yeah. kind of a villain and then he's an anti-hero. We never really saw him just messing with people just for the fun of it. And that's kind of how I think of Loki. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So you're, we, we have, uh, we really spice things up uh, this episode. Your least favorite is uh, another of, of our hosts, most favorite. And uh, yeah, I mean, Nate, I think that, uh, you know, it, 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 of course, anyone can have any opinion that uh, they honestly feel, uh, but uh, it's, uh, I, I disagree with it. But uh, at the same time, uh, I do know that that's how Michael feels about uh, about Loki. <laughs> I mean, so. for the record, I, I do agree with like the MCU Loki is very much not the Marvel comics. Loki. Very tame. Um, but also, so is every other MCU character. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like we just got Secret Invasion. Like that's Nick Fury. That's comic Nick. That's Howling Commandos. Nick Fury. Like what? What M- MCU character? Like even even Iron Man, like they they start this tiny thread about him dealing with his alcoholism, and then they just kind of like uh, abandon it when that's like a major plot point for his character in the comics. Like th- there's just unfortunately going to be a dulling of the blade of a lot of these characters, uh, especially too because we're coming in later. Same with how they do these like huge power jumps. It's the same with the character turns. Like in the comics, in a lot of the larger crossover events, Loki kind of becomes this like, well, the universe is ending, so I guess I'll help you, brother. And he becomes this kind of anti-hero figure. And then, you know, Kevin Feige comes along and he's like, that's cool. Let's do that. And it's like, well, Kevin, we don't have the 50 years prior of the battling between Loki and Thor to like establish that when this happens, like, holy crap, that's a big deal. It just becomes like, oh yeah, he was like kind of bad once he, he worked for Thanos, like kind of, and then Thanos killed him. And then now he's like, he's like a, a time cop guy. <laughs> I get that part. I, that, that totally makes sense to me. Um, I just really like Loki because I like endings and I felt like, that show was consistent in its pacing throughout the establishment of the story and the mystery. And then the reveals as they came to me felt satisfying and the ending simultaneously actually wrapped up some of the stuff from that season while also not only setting up another season of the show, but established the next big villain of, you know, the arc for the next phase. That's for me was the big part about that show that I really liked and why I like the only reason why I like it over WandaVision is I love those first four episodes of WandaVision, but I feel like the back half of WandaVision is not nearly as polished as the front half. That meme of the horse with like the perfectly drawn horse at the front and then the kind of scribbles at the end. Like to me, that was WandaVision. It was good. It was really good. It was much better than anything else they've done. And a lot of it felt super comic booky, which was so awesome. But to me, the ending of that show is like just it's it's kind of like a fumbling of a, a really good hand and so that's that's the only reason why i would put loki above it other than that i, I agree that yeah, wandavision is fantastic it didn't nail the landing i agree i think that's where sit very similar i put loki above wandavision for that 
<laughs> so, uh, and by the way, uh, Craig uh, commented on when well, Nate was thinking of possibly ranking Falcon and Winter Soldier as the worst. He, Craig Robinson, <laughs> said, "Ouch! You mean Falcon and the Winter Soldier's <clears throat> banker scene didn't elevate it enough?" And don't worry, we'll we'll focus on the banker. But that does bring us to Eric and his least favorite. And is it the banker? Is it the butcher? Is it the candlestick maker? I don't know. Uh, let us know. Well, well, first of all, let me just remind you how wonderful Michael Shirley was in Loki. Uh, oh. You know, one of the the most powerful, I and I would dare say, most attractive variants. Michael <laughs> Shirley. Uh, although this one might be the most comic book, right? Uh, of course, for our video audience, you see it. For our I, radio audience, sorry, go to YouTube. I, yeah. Uh, uh, and then, of course, me and my beard uh, taking a pole position with uh, <laughs> the, the the gator. So, Nate, I will gladly make one for you. You were not part of the squad back then, but I will be happy to add you to my long list of mediocre photoshopping. Uh, Please, so, it would be an honor. <laughs> So uh, just in time for season two, yeah, and uh, just in time you can for you can resend me all those for season two, and then uh, we'll of get a course. new one for Nate. Oh, oh yeah. dude, it's only going to get more so. Um, yeah. So hey there, uh, Eric. Why, like why, why is why is why is Russell from the movie Up standing behind you <laughs> and uh, coming up? Is uh... some things you don't want the answer to. Um, oh my so god! The the lowest ranked easy. Secret Invasion. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier were close, and I'd say the banker brought brought it closer to the bottom and almost brought it up to the top. But in the end of it all, Secret Invasion, for the reasons we have, you know, we, we, I feel like all of us were in boot camp together now because we went through something and and, and something (laughs) that maybe made us stronger, which is, and, and I agree, Michael, it's funny, you and I completely lined up on that first episode. I really was into it. And then I mm-hmm. wasn't, and then I really wasn't, and then I was angry. Mm-hmm. And I can't <laughs> believe they fumbled the ball on that one. Um, it, it's Marvel really, they gotta, they gotta do one of their famous retreats and maybe stay away for a while because they've got, they've got some, they got some explaining to do, but they really, they keep seeming to miss the thing that, you know, you change a costume, you change some details of a character, fine, story, care, you know, emotion, that's the stuff that matters. And they, for, for a while, they were quite great at that. But it, it's interesting. Pixar and, and Marvel, I think, both have had the same issue, which is they're sort of losing the heart. And, wow. and that's really tough to see, especially when you have such remarkable actors as Secret Invasion had. I'm sorry, go ahead, Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean, not to not to veer off the the you know one of the big problems with Pixar is that uh, how many times did they think they can tell the same story? You know. Uh, uh, you know, uh, my my kids enjoyed Elemental, and I thought it was fun. But it's like it's the same story that they've told in like three different Pixar movies. You know, it's like oh, I don't want my dad to be disappointed in me. You know, that level. But uh, you know, in- interestingly enough, what you're talking about, Eric, uh, ties into uh, an article that you sent me from Variety, uh, because you know, here on the show, all we ever do is uh, look at the trades. But uh, the the point of it was Secret Invasion was a mess. But Marvel had already lost its way. And, uh, I mean, if you go by public uh, public opinion, uh, Thor Love and Thunder was uh, seen as a, as a miss, as was Ant-Man. Uh, and then we, you know, it, it, but, of course, that article uh, ignores the, the tremendous success of Guardians. But I understand their point. 
they're definitely in a bit of trouble. It's kind of what we all thought might happen after Endgame, after you build to something like that. And, uh, you know, what are, what are you going to actually do next? And their answer is Kang, but there's also a lot of other stuff. You know, they didn't just focus on Kang, you know, so there's been a lot of other things. So uh, in, in any case, uh, I think that, uh, yeah, there's, uh, I think that the, the Marvels is going to be a, a fairly, uh, I don't want to say it's make or break, but uh, boy, that movie has to really surprise people and impress them. I mean, you know, I worry that you go back care about those characters enough. Yeah. I'm not going yeah. to go see that movie in the theaters. <laughs> well, especially when you know that you'll be able to see it on Disney plus and within like, what was it? So like three months after guardians. So at yeah, the very most, everybody says, Oh my God, this movie was so good. I can't believe how good it was. It was so good. I'm probably not even going to watch it on okay. Disney plus. I still have not seen Captain Marvel all the way through. That's not true. I've seen parts oh. of it, but um, I just don't care about Carol Danvers. I do care about Monica Rambo. She is cool, but oh, I yeah, am yeah. skeptical about how much her character actually is going to be like a character in the movie and not just like a, a side piece. And then also now coming off of secret invasion i'm much less excited that samuel L. jackson is in the movie and that there's going to be some alien scroll sword stuff because i have zero confidence in any of that so yeah, yeah. Uh, unless, unless he's fat unless he's fat samuel L. jackson in which case yes i mean i want the out of shape and it doesn't matter how long he's up there gravity still affects him badly because he's got bad knees and a bad hip I want to see myself up there, is in other words, what I'm saying. If that happens, <laughs> and they establish, they just like retcon that all of Secret Invasion didn't happen, then I will go see the movie. Absolutely. <laughs> that would actually be great if he like wakes up in the first scene, even before the credits. You know, <gasps> He's just like, oh my god, I had the most terrible nightmare. And they'll be like, yeah, don't worry, Sam. I mean, not Sam. Don't yeah. worry, Nick. None of that happened. Maria Hill comes in and says, like, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> no, about. No, 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 it's not too, no, it's not too late to film Howard. that. <laughs> well, if uh, if SAG stays stays on strike, it is too late to film that. Well, but, uh, let's let's hope that by November they can. Uh, They've got enough footage away. to do and, AI Sam Jackson. Uh, I I love when uh, somebody's usually even keel with uh, you know kind of trying to find the best in everything. They come out with a blatant opinion like Cammy Egan. Love and Thunder was hot garbage. <laughs> I completely disagree, but I love that she feels that way. <laughs> that, I love the uh, passion. Yeah. And, and, I thought know, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you know, definitely one too many times with the, with the goats uh, joke. But, uh, yeah, I think that uh, uh, it was all right. Uh, I don't know. I, I had fun, and and not just because I went with my pal Eric to go see it at uh, at, at the at the old uh, cinema, but uh, yeah, I uh, I think uh, we'll see what everybody feels. Uh, I know I that a few of you uh, were giving some of your uh, rankings of favorite series, so I'll try and find a couple of those. But uh, Daniel Drew, if we get Kid Loki and whatever the young heroes team, you know, whatever they're going to call it, there are a few different options for that. Maybe they'll have the kind of Loki characterization that we know from the comics. Uh, that could certainly be interesting if they uh, actually do it. Um, and I did love this from Daniel Drew. Uh, who said that Secret Invasion gets two bottom spots for me. So it's like, it's so bad <laughs> that uh, he needs to. 
and uh, Cammy Egan letting us know what she didn't like. Her least favorites were Hawkeye, Secret Invasion, and Moon Knight. Uh, Hawkeye, I said earlier uh, before Eric popped in that I was probably the most disappointed by it because I, I just yeah. felt like we're going to, you know, if you told me like, well, we're going to get the Kingpin in a, in a Hawkeye series that has Jeremy Renner in it and we're going to introduce the new one. I'm like, oh, all that should add up, you know, and, um, you know, and Florence Pugh was in that series. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it didn't quite uh, it did not quite work. Uh, I liked Hawkeye. Me. I'm surprised that to hear that so many people didn't like it that much. I was just yeah, I mean it's not it's not even close to my least favorite. It was just I was disappointed because I felt like Yeah, the like Kingpin thing they, was definitely they they really need like I understand it's very hard now to keep any type of surprises, so they often lean into just promo, just make it marketing instead. But like that would have been so much cooler if it just like happened and it was like, "Oh crap. It's D'Onofrio, it's Kingpin, like, instead of, like, this buildup of, like, oh, he's gonna be there, and then he's just, he just is, like, there, just and then there. he leaves, yeah. and then, and then it's like, well, that's, what, what was that for? Um, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, look, uh, Daniel feels pretty strongly, uh, so he's, he's crammed, like, five into his top three. He's got his Marvel <laughs> WandaVision tied for third, or Loki and Hawkeye, that's his top three, so that's all right, though. I, I, that, that's the fun of ranking these things. And uh, I knew Daniel would put Ms. Marvel first, and uh, I'm glad that uh, he wasn't let down by that show. And I know he'll be excited to uh, see the Marvels. Uh, so anyway, uh, so we, uh, you know, what we're getting the rest of the year uh, for Disney Plus uh, Marvel Studios shows are, of course, Loki. And uh, they're going to dump Echo all at once uh, in November, you know, so basically right after that. So that'll... That'll certainly be interesting. And then allegedly next year we'll have Ironheart, Agatha, uh, Daredevil Born Again, and What If Season 2. I would be shocked if all those shows came out next year. I think that they'll all still happen. I think Echo is something that they finished. So, you know, they didn't, uh, you know, Bob Iger didn't uh, get to come in and be like, well, get rid of that. Uh, it's, it's done. So they're just going to burn it off right before Christmas. And then I, I think we'll get all those other shows, but I do not think we're going to get them all in 2024, you know? So, uh, Michael, would you say you're least excited of the shows that I just rattled off? Are you least excited for Agatha or are you least excited for Loki season two? Oh, way less excited for Loki season two. That's like a That's chore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited about the idea of what other characters might be in the Agatha show, whatever they renamed yeah. it again to, or, you know, yeah, but I'm really excited for Ironheart. I love that character, and I just, I'm, 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 hope they don't mess it up. I, I think that that story works if you uh, don't cut corners the way Secret Invasion did. Like, if she's got really cool armor, and you know, obviously uh, Black Panther two ends with she doesn't get to keep uh, Shuri's armor, which is great. So we'll watch her basically start over. Uh, I think that that story could be good, but. I, I think I'm probably, and I don't have the feelings about Catherine Hahn that uh, Michael does. Uh, and I also don't have the feelings that Eric does, but we can't say those out loud. Uh, no. But uh, I, that's the, the far and away, I'm the least excited for that show. I thought it was a, a fun little twist. I liked the theme song. I'm like, I don't, I, I'm not excited for that show. I'm going to watch it, but I'm not that excited for it. Uh, what are you, what are you thinking, Michael? I mean, sorry, what are you thinking, Nate? We already know what Michael thinks. Uh, what are what do you feel of, of the ones I just rattled off? Well, we try to know. 
Uh, what do you think, Nate? Of, of all the things I rattled off, what do you feel like? Uh oh, I, I hope I don't have to watch six hours of that that specific show. Yeah. It could be any of them. I, I I know one that you're not excited about, but uh, I, I mean, I'll, I'll honestly, you with the exception of Loki season two, I'm not really excited for any of them. The the other other than that, I'm excited for X Men '97. Sure, um, absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm about to give up on the MCU TV shows. They're just not that good. There's just no direction. Like it, it was, it was, it worked in the beginning because we were working towards something, right? Some singular yeah. thing. And now there's just so many. There's like Thunderbolt stuff, but then they're also like setting up for Young Avengers, and then they're also setting up for Kang, and then there's also White Vision, who we never see again. And now there's like super scroll guy who's the most like there's all these different things that and none of them like really connect and none of them really develop anything and they all just feel like super half-baked and i'm just tired i'm just tired like i i'm i'm just gone i've gone back to reading more comics again and i find it so much more enjoyable just like let a writer come up with a story and execute the story and like let them just do that and then pick one thing you want to do if they had just made all of these shows set up the new young Avengers and then led into like a movie for that, or even just kept it to a show thing. Like if there was one thing that kept them all kind of together, I think it would be better instead of them all going in different ways and be like, this one is connected kind of also, but we're never going to circle back to that except now it's been six years and all of a sudden we're seeing like the Thunderbolt stuff again, or we're seeing like, it's, it's just like, I don't, I don't care about, the flag smasher what's his name uh secret agent like i don't care about that dude anymore like it's been yeah. so long since fucking the Winter soldier came out and then they're about to make a movie and it's like you fumbled the ball you had it like i didn't even like falcon the winter soldier that much but at least it carried some momentum from the movies it was like okay well what's going to happen to the mantle now that cap's gone and right, like, right. there was some through line and then how many years later has it been and we have gotten nothing no continuance of that story of that plot thread so the the takeaway for disney should be that uh they've fumbled things so much that they've uh, inspired someone who would want to enjoy these shows to turn off their television and do the (laughs) unthinkable read read. and i don't think disney wants to hear that except of course they own marvel so they're they're okay with it but you know that's the point it's like yeah i would rather read than watch television they're like oh wait that's that's not why we're it's not good uh craig has a great point Uh, the pandemic made us thirsty for any content uh helped at the start absolutely the idea i mean that wandavision definitely came along at the perfect time but uh, what about you eric as we uh we wind down here uh the of of all the things I rattled off, what are you feeling like? Nah, it's hard to get excited about that. I agreed on the whole COVID thing. Like, I, I mean, my wife and I were watching Canadian shows for God's sakes during 2020. Like, we were what the, hungry for anything. What the, what, what, what the hell is that all about? <laughs> <laughs> and it, and if none of which featured a, a Mountie, so I, I mean, we oh, were really desperate. Well. Um, Wait, so so did you like me no, do, do an North. entire rewatch? Did you like me do an entire rewatch of Degrassi: The Next Generation? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, no, I we would oh. have. Instead, we went with Slings and Arrows, which, by the way, I also recommend if you if you okay. don't need a superhero to make you happy, Slings and Arrows is a fabulous show. That all being I said, mean, look, some of, some of us just want to see Drake uh, go around to high school in a, in wheelchair, a wheelchair. All right, so some yeah. of us want to see different things, but uh, that's well, fine. I've seen that though. I you know. Fair. That's that's been around for a while. So, um, <laughs> I think with this new batch, of, this new batch of shows, I think 
I'm totally lined up with you guys about Ironheart. I think it was a good introduction of the character in Wakanda, good actor, uh, fun, a different take on the other superheroes. Uh, and I think one that could really fit nicely into a TV mold. So I, I think that's the one that seems the most ready-made for success of the new batch of TV shows. Um, I am excited for the Marvel, so I, I will admit, I, I think that trailer looks fun in the way that the Miss Marvel teaser looked fun. I think it it is one I think might hit because it is a, you know, it, it's a big superhero story, but not dominated by a bunch of dudes. So I think it's going to bring in an audience uh, like Captain Marvel did that might otherwise not necessarily rush over to the theater to see a movie like this. Uh, but that'll be said, I completely, Nate, you totally hit it. Like, if you think about the first few phases, right, we kind of start at different corners. I'm trying to do this way. Eh, it's not going to work. We, we start with different corners of of the universes, if you will, within Marvel, and they all got closer together. Thus, we could get the Avengers. Uh, and anytime they introduce a new element, it, it you always could see the line between whatever that was and then the world that we had already established in Marvel. So it's a very smart buildup to, of course, Avengers Endgame, where all of a sudden you have several dozen Marvel characters and that somehow we were able to follow it all. But I think this recent wave, I mean, I, I think, and I apologize because I've said this before, but the, the thing that just does not make sense is why they didn't use Loki better to sort of explain this multiverse stuff they're doing everywhere. Like, it feels like it's already there. They already produced a show that went over well that people saw. And I understand they sort of try to keep their TV and film world separate, but, but it seems like that's a miss because it actually ties together things. And instead, it's like, well, this one has a multiverse problem, and so does this one and this one. And as a result, we're just kind of left with, like, confusion. Like, all these things they've introduced, all these disparate elements. Uh, great point on the, the timing of Thunderbolts. Cause that's a movie... I think a, a few of us would have been pretty excited about circa five years ago. But the idea of Ghost from Ant-Man 2, like, no one remembers Ant-Man 2. Nobody remembers Ghost from Ant-Man 2. And I know her power showed up for a second in the last episode of Secret Invasion, but I think that's one that's like, if you're going to do a deep track, at least do a, a deep track people are still singing. This is one that I, no one was clamoring for that character, or uh what's it smasher Adam, what's it called the, well he's u.s the agent is, is uh, oh, no, john no, walker sorry. yeah no i'm so sorry the one you're talking about the villain sorry no, black uh black widow's uh villain villainess taskmaster oh master yeah no. yeah same thing like that's marvel's least popular film so why don't they take the villain who never spoke in that well. I mean, put her uh, if you're going to say Marvel's uh, least popular film, I'm going to have to correct you and remind you of Eternals. Uh, I think <laughs> you, you can't characterize anything as least popular. You can uh, you can split down the middle for, uh, you know, box office and all that. Uh, I think it's, uh, it, 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 you know, uh, not that Black Widow is the corrected. most popular. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, you can't look at the, the the pure box office for Black Widow because it came out in the summer of 2021 when no, no, most it. people were still not going to the movies. Um, but, but I don't but, think anyone's uh, out there saying, "Hey, what's Taskmaster up to?" Like, no, not even cares. not even not even the actor who portrayed Ta Taskmaster wants to know <laughs> when when she gets to put the suit back on. Uh, a couple <laughs> final thoughts before we go. Kemi Egan, the connectivity isn't consistent like it was in the Infinity Saga, and there are very few, if any, surprises like character 
or villain teases or introductions. And Craig responds to this. You mean she hooks Madison didn't hit the mark for you, Cammy. <laughs> and I hadn't thought about Madison since we did that show. So uh, I'm still still waiting for the uh, the the Madison. Tell me uh, she's in the spin-off. Thunderbolts on their opening night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, I think uh, it's uh, it, look, it's uh, it's fun to theorize about this stuff and to take stock after Secret Invasion as to uh, where we sit with all of it. And uh, I think, uh, you know, even Michael putting a different show as his least favorite. Uh, it's it's really nobody seems to be happy on this show with Secret <laughs> Invasion. But I always welcome those uh, I've, you know, in passing read people posting comments here and there. There are people who enjoyed it, uh, even they are a lot of like, they've got a lot of, you know, well, you know, except for blah, blah, blah. But in general, you know, if anybody wants to tell us uh, how they were able to enjoy that show, help me become a better person and being able help to me, have that you. kind of love, that love in my heart for the less fortunate series uh, out there. <laughs> uh, speaking of less fortunate uh, productions, next week on this show, I swear to you, we're finally doing it. We are, Eric and I, uh, will just commit to us. Uh, we'll see if anybody else is uh, a- able to join us. But uh, Eric and I will watch Jennifer Garner's Electra for the first time. And uh, we will talk about it. We'll also talk about whatever news is going oh, on. On DVD, I, I, right? Yes. On, uh, Michael, it's full screen, standard definition. Uh, I don't think it's pan and scan, but uh, oh. I, ho- I kind of hope it was. Uh, yeah, I, I I wish it had like the side letterbox, you know, from when like it's a T, te- you know, it's like Welcome Back, Cotter, you know, and it's like it's like so old that it's got the letterbox on the side because the the image was only formatted to that. But uh, so if you would like to join us in the chat for that, please uh, rewatch Electra. I was under the impression it was on Disney Plus, but Michael brought to my attention that it is not. There's some things that they're like, no, we don't, we don't what? need to, you know, we don't need to worry about it. Whoa. I thought it was, but uh, uh, <laughs> I think th- I think the Ben Affleck Daredevil. Oh, is it there. used to be. It's not anymore. <clears throat> yeah, okay, it, it did used to be there, right, Nate? I thought I had seen yeah. that it was there. Yeah. So, but that's all right, you know. I, <laughs> let, let, let let's uh, let's put aside time to read all the messages from people who complained to Disney Plus that Electra's not there. Uh, but uh, we will indeed uh, do that uh, for our next show, which will be at the usual time of Wednesday, 11 a.m. Pacific, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, 1 p.m. Central, uh, even though Michael uh, will be sitting that one out. Uh, he wants us to have the joy of a lecture without him. And uh, I love that that Eric now just knows it's so much faster for him to bring up his images on his phone and hold them up to the camera. Uh, because if you text me that you just sent me something, I have to, you know, I have to use my uh, my America online dial up and then download it. And it takes forever. However, that is all the time we have for this week. So please join us next week where we will uh, try to answer the question of who is Electra, <laughs> And uh, we'll go from there. But uh, in the meantime, if you want to continue the conversation with any of our friends here on the show, Nate, where can people find you? Uh, everywhere. Dog like Nate with two G's. Um, uh, yeah, and that includes on X. And uh, Michael, where can you be found on X and everywhere else? 
<laughs> Michael X Shirley on X and uh, everywhere else at I Hate Michael Shirley. And uh, Eric, where can you be found other than uh, outside of some kind of group home in Silmar? Oh, you know how close you are. Um, yes, uh, you can say welcome back to this Connor over at Count Eric Connor and the newly formed X and the old formed Instagram. We'd love to say hello, so please do say hi. And uh, Cammy Egan wants to know if your sweat hogs are uh, Christian, Michael, Nate, and Jeff. Uh, so uh, you can decide who the sweat hogs are. Uh, I. I would like to nominate myself for Barbarino, but we will save important conversations like that for next time. Uh, that's all the time we have for now. We'll see you next time. And as the great Stan Lee would say, Excelsior! You're listening to the Geekscape Network.